0: Welcome to Today on Broadway for Friday, October 15th, 2021. I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. So by some strange series of events, I'm here solo to wrap up the week with y'all. James is at letters for Sir Rush at Second Stage, which I'm sure he'll talk about with the guys on Sundays this week on Broadway. So if you're interested in that, which you should be, be sure to tune into that to get that review. And I, in general, was the only person in our little outfit that didn't have plans so here i am uh we're going to get to and run through things quickly since we've got some exciting stuff to cover first things first though if you aren't already there get over to our patreon at patreon.com slash broadway radio broadwayradio.com patreon we'll talk about that again later in the show but we have a lot of great stuff coming down the pipeline that you don't want to miss We are getting into it now, folks. The big story of Thursday was yet another... Big Broadway show opening. Following sold-out runs at London's National Theatre, the Park Avenue Armory, and in London's West End, the Lehman Trilogy officially made it to Broadway on Thursday night as it opened at the Nederlander Theatre. The show is scheduled to run at the Broadway House through January 2nd, directed by Sam Mendes, written by Stefano Massani, and adapted by Ben Power, the play unfolds in three parts over a single evening as Simon Russell Beale, Adam Godley, and Adrian Lester star as the Lehman brothers, their sons and grandsons, and it seems like other family members as well. The log line reads, quote, On a cold September morning in 1844, a young man from Bavaria stands on a New York dockside, dreaming of a new life in the New World. He is joined by his two brothers, in an American epic begins. 163 years later the firm they establish, Lehman Brothers spectacularly collapses into bankruptcy, triggering the largest financial crisis in history. I've been really looking forward to this one. I know Matt and I have talked about it on the show before. If I remember correctly, he's seen it off Broadway, um at Park Avenue and or maybe the pro tape of it. I've been avoiding it uh because I wanted to see it on stage. And it seems like that's all for good reason. Laura Collins Hughes of the New York Times made the show a critic's pick, writing, quote, Much of what happens in the Lehman trilogy is invisible to the eye, which is not the way prestige drama usually works on stage. This British import, which reaches across 164 years of American history to trace the family saga behind the fallen powerhouse Lehman Brothers, was a scalding hot ticket during a brief pre-pandemic run at the Park Avenue Armory, yet it offers almost nothing in the way of spectacle, and only the slightest of costume changes. A top hat here, a pair of glasses there. In the captivating production that opened on Thursday night at the Nederlander Theater, it relies largely on an unspoken agreement between actors and audience to imagine together and let fancy crowd out fact. I don't usually go for a quote from the Wall Street Journal, but I will allow it here based on the subject matter. Terry Teachout wrote, quote, If I sound a bit lukewarm about the results, it is because I didn't immediately warm up to the Lehman Trilogy. But Mr. Mendez's staging is gloriously imaginative, and Simon Russell Beale, Adam Godley, and Adrian Lester are prodigiously gifted changelings who all play men, women, and children at various points in the show. Without exception, they do so with a light and witty touch that draws the sting from the words they speak, which are too often portentous and never truly poetic. By the end of the second act, whose curtain comes down on the morning of October 24th, 1929, I had put aside my preconceptions and was completely on board with what the creators of the Lehman Trilogy were trying to do. And finally, Frank Sheck at New York Stage Review wrote, quote, It shouldn't work. It really shouldn't. A a three-and-a-half-hour drama spanning over 160 years, featuring a mere three actors playing dozens of roles, ranging from infants to coquettish young women to elderly men, depicting complicated historical and financial events with a minimum of scenery, and with much of the dialogue delivered in the form of third-person narration, no less. It sounds like a recipe for disaster, but the Lehman trilogy proves an unalloyed theatrical triumph. I will include Playbill's roundup of reviews in the show notes. Of course, there were definitely some mixed ones, some pans as well. Charles Isherwood for Broadway News called it, quote, a stolid and rather monolithic slab of a show. Um, But mostly everything seems to be a rave or highly in praise, which is pretty much what we were expecting, especially considering how many incarnations the show has had so far up to this point. All those previous reviews were raves, or at least most of those previous reviews were raves. Um, this will, I think, be the longest play of the season. Um, as the previous review said, it runs at three and a half hours, so go on expecting that. Um, but also that's indicative of a very specific type of show, which I think the reviews are all, the reviews all pretty well allude to here. It's a drama that has a lot of space in it. We're, So much of the action is unspoken, which means it needs to be carried by exceptional actors, which these three men are. In previous productions, we had Ben Miles, which Adrian Lester is taking over for him here. He's an Olivier winner, uh, and he's making his Broadway debut, which is always pretty exciting. I know uh, this has been high up on a lot of people's lists as a must-see show for the season mine included. Honestly, I cannot wait to be wowed and I think I will be by this. So I'm really looking forward to it. Before we continue with the rest of the news, though, I've got to take a break to talk about our Patreon. If you are listening to this on our Patreon, hello, you're amazing. If you're not, you're still amazing, but you're missing out on some great stuff. This includes exclusive content like roundtable discussions, interviews, reviews, and even just getting the news before everyone else. Yesterday, Grace and I talked about, is this a room and thoughts of a colored man? That was a 50-minute episode on Patreon compared to 20 minutes in the normal feed. That is too much to miss. And we're able to keep the lights on thanks to you, our patrons and listeners. So go ahead and pause this episode and go to patreon.com slash broadwayradio or broadwayradio.com slash patreon, whichever you prefer, to learn more and then jump back into the show. I'll wait for you. So we have a handful of off-Broadway news items to close out the week, starting over at the Public Theater, where we had a bit of a disappointing surprise on Thursday. Just a small one, though. The new Tom Kitt and Brian Yorkie musical, The Visitor, has pushed back its first preview dates for the second time this month. And this time the news came on the day it was supposed to open, yesterday, October 14th. The Public now intends for the production to start October 16th, on the Off-Broadway Company's Newman Theater stage, with opening night still set for November 4th. According to the theater company in a tweet, the production was, quote, not able to complete the dress rehearsal and final preparations to present the show to an audience. This comes after we discussed, however many days ago, that the production announced a week-long postponement as cast and creatives engaged in active dialogues to establish community guidelines and ensure the show's themes of race and immigration were addressed with equity and responsibility. Kwame Kwai Arma is the book writer for the show, which is based on the 2007 film of the same name. David Hyde Pierce, Ariel Stachel, Alicia Dalarue, Jacqueline Antaramion, and more star. Over at New World Stages, the complete cast has been announced for the return of The Play That Goes Wrong. Performances of the show will return today, October 15th, and the company will include Jesse Aronson, Ryan Vincent Anderson, Brent Bateman, Bartley Booz, Matt Harrington, Ashley N. Hildreth, Chris Lansley, Maggie Weston, Damian Brett, Laura D'Andre, Ellie McPherson, and Sid Solomon. The off-Broadway production has been running since February 20th, 2019, after opening on Broadway back on April 2nd, 2017. They'll probably be at New World stages for a while. Then, Lincoln Center and LCT3 have announced the world premiere of At the Wedding, a new play by Brenna Turner, which will be directed by Jenna Warsham. Performances will begin on February 12th and run for six weeks only through March 27th at the Claire Toe Theatre. Opening night is Monday, February 28th. Starring Mary Wiseman, Rebecca Smanga, Frank, Karen Lugo, Carolyn McCormick, Will Rogers, and Han Von Schiever. The new comedy follows the world's loneliest and wittiest single woman Carlo, who will be played by Wiseman, as she crashes her ex-girlfriend's wedding to a man. Oof, hate to see it. Through a series of flirtations, conversations, and collisions with past lovers, old enemies, new friends, and perfect strangers, Carlo strives to understand whether or not heartbreak is a permanent human condition. That is always the question. You can get more information at lct.org. Across the pond or wherever you are located, regardless of proximity to the UK, audiences worldwide will now get a chance to see James McArdle and Saoirse Ronan in Almeida Theatre's production of The Tragedy of Macbeth. The London venue will broadcast the production October 27th through the 30th through five ticketed performances. In addition, producers announced the show extended its in-person run with performances now scheduled through November 27th. The production, directed by Yale Farber, also features Michael Abubakar, Ross Anderson, Amun Elliott, William Gaunt, Akia Henry, Reuben Joseph, Richard Rankin, Diane Fletcher, Maureen Hibbert, and Valerie Lilly. Tickets and information are available now via almeida.co.uk. And last up in the news, this counts as both news and a recommendation. A new biography of a Raisin in the Sun playwright Lorraine Hansberry will be released this coming January. The book will be written by Charles J. Shields, who is the best-selling author of Mockingbird, a portrait of Harper Lee. The biography is set to examine the parts of Hansberry's life that has escaped public knowledge, such as the influence of her upper-class background, her fight for peace peace, and nuclear disarmament, the reason why she embraced communism during the Cold War, and more. The book is available to pre-order now via Macmillan at us.macmillan.com. That is all we have for you today and for the week. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Broadway Radio. And don't forget to subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash Patreon. And you can get exclusive goodies like early content, interviews, and extended versions of episodes that, like yesterday's show, had reviews. You can find me personally on Twitter and Instagram at is Ashley. Have a great weekend, everybody. Be sure to tune in to This Week on Broadway on Sunday, and we will be back to talk with you on Monday.